Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fackner. Rick, yes. we're just back from the South Para celebrating the Redbacks victories of fishing at the South Para now. You can go fishing up there. So Is that right? Just back. Yep, yep. How Caught about that? a shark. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, uh, they're I'm, back. They're back. I've got a new favourite number, Rick. What's that? 659. 650? What's that? 659. That's the days between their last win. <laughs> I, I, I don't often enjoy the headlines in the advertiser, but I love the back page today where it says, no, these are not file photographs. <laughs> Yesterday, the Redbacks won their first Sheffield Shield game in 659 days, <laughs> a six-wicket wicket victory. Unbelievable, eh? Well, and well, I tell you what, they looked as though they were going to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory again. Well, <laughs> well, I just hope a couple of them can buy new caps now that they've had a win. Well, you know, they might be able to save up and buy a new cap. Well, you'd think that that the celebrations, that the sack would throw money all over them, oh. wouldn't they? And, you know, they could get them a new cap because but they was, look shocking. They'd be they? special caps, though. They wouldn't have ever had a win in that cap, well, most of those guys. Well, that's true. So you can frame them and say, that's a cap that I never, ever had a win in, you know? That's true. That's probably why they're keeping them. Now they'll get new ones. Well, anything would be better than the faded pink oh, that we've been what playing. What is that about, right? Oh. I mean, the baggy green is, you know, a bit of an icon, but, I mean, come on. <sighs> Who really, you know, South, I mean, playing for South Australia is a great achievement, as you know, Rick. Well, thank you, Philip. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, you played a few more games than I did for South Australia. Well, you just beat me to reminding you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, getting on to the Redbacks, Rick. Nielsen, 86, not out. Harry Nielsen. He's In actually... In form now. Well, he's actually uh, made a few runs on well, on a couple of the occasions he's yep. had the opportunity to do so. I, Off the top of my head, I think he made 100 virtually on the boot. I he did, um, yeah. But... Um, He's well, like all of them, they've had a few misses in between. But the, but he uh, and um, Bazisto is he just a local lad? Is he or is that how you pronounce his name? Bazisto, 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 Will Bazisto. Okay. What do you reckon? Forty-seven, not out. Yes, a very. Where's he from? Well, he's not a local. Ah. Well, surprise, surprise. He's come... we haven't recruited him. <laughs> <laughs> he's come from Western Australia. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure. Just how many South Australians we've got in the Redback side? Uh, not many. Let's well, put they're all from Northern Territory or somewhere, <laughs> right. isn't he? But anyway, Will Bazisto is a well and truly experienced cricketer. He, okay. he was for six years a contracted player for WA and wasn't offered a new contract. And I think he saw the light. Oh, <laughs> I can opportun- walk in here. <laughs> there'll be some opportunities over in um, Adelaide. What and- sort of age would he be? Roughly, oh, off the top of your head. Just here. after mid-twenties. Oh, okay. Um, yep. and, sort of our uh, age. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and he's been making bucket loads of runs playing for Adelaide University. Oh, okay. And um, anyway, uh, they saw the light yep. uh, and gave him a, a chance. Run. And, and uh, 47 there you right go. I mean, the interesting thing is that um, chasing only 170, uh, where you'd think we'd we do cruised, it easily. didn't we? Well... We cruised after we lost the first four wickets for 35 or something. What? Yeah. I, I think it was about 35 when um, uh, when Nielsen and Bazisto uh, united, okay. and they, I think, got to 60-odd at, t- at lunch. Now, the interesting thing was 
that I that I think most people, including the commentators, I was watching it uh, uh, on the computer, and um, evidently in the first session, which would seem reasonably obvious, yep. um, that there were eight wickets fell for oh. four of the Tasmanians. Was so that, we, on, was, that wasn't played on the MCG, was it, Rick? <laughs> 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 An away well, pitch, was it? <laughs> well, we might get to that. Never yeah, but, we'll bring um, that up in a minute. Yeah, but um, and then we lost four, so eight oh, wickets okay. have gone in that's one a, session. Yeah, that's but a... evidently, according to the commentators, the uh, the conditions, m mainly the cloud cover, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, lifted during the lunch break, and it turned into a pretty comfortable batting strip okay. and conditions. And in fact, of course, as we now know. Uh, the two boys got uh, got through, and, and so we actually won by six wickets. But at four for six, I thought we wow. were doing another set Western Australian game. Where yeah, we just throw it away. Yeah. defeat from the jaws <laughs> of victory. <laughs> they might have egg sandwiches for um, tea. Well, they might or have. Or lunch, or, you know, the, after that. You know, and lifted the clouds. They, so. Well, they may well have done. Um, Agar in the in the he took some wickets, uh, five for fifty three. He's done very very well. Hasn't since, he? Um, he's another South Australian, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> but I tell you what, he's done. Where very is he well. from? WA, yes, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's done very well um, since he came over here and was given a game. I mean, the South Australians really have have got arguably. As good a bowling attack, mm. or sorry, fast bowling attack, as anyone in the country. Yeah, you many know, with, and well, you've got many and Nick Winter and Chad Sayers and mm. now uh, Wes Agar. Yep, and um, of yep. course, uh, you know we we hardly ever see Kane Richardson yeah, because that's he's, right. uh, he's unavailable the playing and... for the one dayers and stuff. Yep. Um, I mean, I think the the sad thing is that. Um, as we've discussed before, we really haven't got a, a bowling option, um, a, a spin bowling option. Uh, Zampa. <laughs> well, Zampa's the T20 specialist. Oh, okay. <laughs> he actually he actually doesn't even get too many Sheffield Shield games. Yeah, he doesn't get too many wickets. He only get, buys his wickets in that T20. <laughs> yeah. You only get three or four you're overs, don't very, you? You're very harsh. It's right? true, though. I mean, well, I'd not... get a wicket in that. You yeah. can bowl a donkey well, drop and you get be caught honest, in the, right to be, on the... To be honest, I don't like agreeing with you often, but I think you're actually <laughs> right on the money. You could get a wicket. Yeah, you just bowl a couple of little donkey drops and they well, try and put they, you over they, the... And they mishit one of them. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden it looks as though in the paper you've bowled incredibly well and got a wicket. Well, you've got a wicket, but whether you bowled incredibly well or not yeah. is another question. Oh, so, um, anyway, uh, good luck to them. I did. Yeah. I did hear... We a, played them into form. Well, we, I think we did. I reckon and we should be on their payroll, like somewhere, you know, like... Inspiration yeah. sort of stuff. Well, a friend of mine suggested to me, if only... Since they only lost by six to Western Australia and have now beaten Tasmania by six wickets... He suggested I know if, where you're going. He suggested if Jamie Siddons had taken a break earlier, we could be challenging for oh, the Sheffield Shield. We, oh, we could be anyhow. Well, we might still yeah. if we can remember when Greg we Blewett, get. Eh? If we can remember when we get round to February or whenever it is, when the second half of the oh, Shield season right. starts. What remember who we had in the side? Well, <laughs> why? How ridiculous is that? Oh. Eh? I mean, it's, all, it's unbelievable. I've they? got an idea. What is why it? Don't, why don't we, now we've finished this part of the season, whoever's top of the table, they qualify to play in the Sheffield Shield final. And then we have another competition in February. 
And whoever wins that is the other finalist. And if the same one wins, you don't play a final because they've already won it. <laughs> well, you might. You can't remember oh, what happened in the first one anyway, can you? So what do you think about the MCG? Well, what's happening there, Rick? I mean, you would have played on a few wickets that are probably dodgy in their, in your day. I mean, they've they, they got all these drop-in pitches now, haven't they? Well, so. th there's a couple of debates, first of all, about the value of drop-in pitches, but I don't think we're going to have time to go there. What I, what I, I, My guess is what really happened is the Vicks, having won the last two Sheffield Shields, yep. um, are quite unbelievably perched at the bottom of the Shield table um, not without a chance, particularly if they win a couple of games in the second half of the season. But I am of the belief that uh, a, a number of them suggested to the ground staff, uh, because the MCG pitch ha has got a reputation for being pretty docile, yep. that they needed to hotten it up a bit. Well, you know, because just water it a bit. Well, or I mean, or... I I've got a feeling from what reading between the lines, that's the main doctoring of it but mm. what what they were really after is a pitch that was going to be a bit not obviously as bad as it was yeah. so they had to call it off but a bit dicey and a bit uh spicy so yep. that you could actually win a game yeah, that there was going to be result. enough wickets yep. and of course unlike um you know that, that first fiasco when we played the Vicks at Junction Oval and they made 600 runs each you know I mean like and I think that was the that was the precursor to the ground staff being yep. asked to uh, spice it up a bit. Um, and they went overboard. On the other hand, as you mentioned prior to going to air, um, it, there's strong evidence to suggest that if the umpires, and, you know, that whenever you read a pitch, you're guessing. You, mm. you can feel it and yep. touch it and whatever. Yep. But, uh, and with hindsight, it may well have been. But the, the story is that if the umpires had delayed the start of the game by two or three hours to let it dry out a bit more, then it the pitch may well have survived. We'll mm. never know. Well, that's I heard Aaron Finch talking on the road edge in the week, and um, or a couple of days ago, and he said it was about two hours away from being a decent pitch. Yeah. So and that uh, may... what he really meant by that, I'm not too sure whether it was drying out or... Well, know, there I'm was obviously, from sure. what I read, uh, a couple of quotes, one from... Uh, Hanscom, who is the Victorian oh, yeah. captain, yep. who suggested that a bit more grass on the track might help. <laughs> um, so, you know, most times to grow grass, you've got to have some water, don't you? Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> um, the other thing is that, you know, I think we need to go... It seems to me that, generally speaking, ever since we've had the introduction of drop-in pitches, most of them have become more docile yep. as time goes by. Now, sure, in the early days, there was an experimentation as to how to grow grass inside the trough and do all that sort of stuff. But, you know, there's a great argument to say that they played for 100 years on the MCG, the S or the SCG still got a normal pitch. Yep. And guess who? The AFL are trying to get them to dig it up and put oh, a, right? a drop in, and there's a great deal of politics going on okay. there. But, you know, I mean, I know the AFL don't like to get their pants dirty so you can't play on a muddy ground, mm. but... You know, if if we've been able to play Aussie Rules football on the MCG, on Adelaide Oval, etc., with normal standard pitch squares, uh, all of a sudden, I, it's the powers that be, it's the money that speaks, oh, yeah. and it's the AFL who who wanted drop-in pitches. I mean, they were only invented when Packer came on the scene, and because 
Well, Footy Park had one. I remember yeah, well, them dropping one in at Footy well, Park that yeah, time. And that's the example. The trouble was that because uh, the ACB, as it was in those days, uh, wouldn't come on board with Packer, uh, Packer could, had to find mm. grounds to yeah, play on. Yep. And, and if, if you take Football Park, great example. That was a well. He got that available, but guess what? It didn't have a cricket pitch square on it, oh, and okay, so yeah. that's where the yep. drop-in pitches came about. Is that true? They grew that grass out at Virginia in one of the glass houses. They grow grass out there, don't they? They do. Yes. Oh, different. Oh, okay, it's wrong grass. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just got sidetracked there. There. You um, go. Okay. So what else we got on the cricket? So the neck, the test will be played at the Junction Oval. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is another. Shall we ready this to go? Is another media beat up. Yeah. I mean, if all else failed, there's it's they're not playing to Boxing Day on the MCG. Yeah. You could drop in three different drop in. What do they play? They start tomorrow. Uh, a day day night game. Very interesting. Ooh. Very interesting, particularly on the now. Who knows? Because different teams, different everything. But um, the the day night. Perth game between Pakistan and Australia A was an absolute bun fight that hardly anyone could make a run. Oh, okay. Now, that was suggesting that the ball was bending backwards yep. and everything else. Yep. So it'll be interesting. Is that the wind or is it the type of pitch? Oh, well, it's I mean, it's, played it's, out it, there, but well, it's, it's not so much now. the wind, it's atmosphere and okay. whatever it is. Because oh, it's the ball, a different ground now, isn't it? They it, it although they're, playing, they're playing at the new footy stadium. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yep. Yep. Um, it, that'll be very interesting. Uh, whether, if you remember... Uh, the first few day-nighters here in Adelaide were yep. over in three days. Now, yep. this one wasn't, and they made runs, but um, it'll be interesting, you know, because mm. it's the Wacker... Well, it's not the Wacker any longer. No, no we called. know. Um, yeah. It's their first time round for drop-ins yep. and day-night, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. So yep. that's in. Now, I've heard you've got some story on the BL&G footy. We have. We have. Uh, the... the uh Footy uh, program is out. Yes. No foot. No Friday night footy. I thought there was going to be a couple of Friday night games at Tanunda. They put the the new satellites are up, ready to run, and uh, they're going to widen the oval. Well, what on earth are they putting up lights for if they're not going to use them? No, uh, just scanning through that uh, uh, the, the games, the programs there. I couldn't see a Friday night game, Rick. Well, so whether they just um, whack one in, you know, spare of the moment type thing, I don't know. But mm. um, Well, let's hope that the lights, I mean, I guess that you'd like to think that since they've only just been put up, they're better than the previous ones. But I went to a, a, a sort of twilight game at, at Gawler Central. Yeah, and you said it's hard to, oh, Yeah, Warren, I was talking Warren. I needed, Warren, I needed a couple thing. of candles as well yeah, just to see my yeah. notes on the paper. I yep. mean... Those lights are obsolete and old-fashioned, I think. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you just only assume that they would be putting in better, newer yep. versions of lights. So obviously we're back to a final four this year, yep. Rick, just yep. quickly going through. And uh, grand finals at Angerston, so a oh, good venue yeah. for a grand final. Very so, good. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, listen, we haven't got a lot of time, no, left, but I haven't. want to ask you about yep. the appointment for the director of the tour down under. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how Lance Armstrong will get on. <laughs> it was it Lance? No, no. Stuart, Stuart O'Grady. Oh, O'Grady, same sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, hey, what's happened there, I, Rick? The, the, there All's has forgotten, been, forgiven. Been, well, <laughs> obviously, but what I just can't—what blows me apart—is that of all sports in the world, now just about all sports, including marbles, probably. There have been people using drugs or performing yep. 
enhancing somethings, but cycling oh, worldwide would be the most yep. res worldwide respected abuser of drugs. Yep. Now, to a point, and we are incredibly proud, not we as South Australians, Australians that we've got, inverted commas, a world-class cycling event, two down under, and what do we do? We officially anoint a bloke who's guilty of drug yeah. charging. Now, I just, I don't care whether it happened 100 years ago. He is guilty. And and there's so many strange things that... See, so slipping a little bit through the back door or something there, Rick, well, or what? His, associ <laughs> his association, when he was competing with Lance Armstrong, is undeniably strong. Mm. Um, and the thing that fascinates me a bit with O'Grady is that he admits that he cheated, and yeah. I think it was 1998, but he claims he only did it once. And he only did it once <laughs> to remain competitive. Now, unless I've read the wrong cycling history books, he remained competitive for about the next 10 years. Yeah. So, yep. so did all of a sudden his performance, after only using these performance-enhancing drugs, carry over without having to use them, mm -hmm. or maybe he doesn't count very well? <laughs> I, I mean, I just find oh, that... Oh, look, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with that. But I do hear a rumour. Now, yep. I don't know whether this is true or not. Oh, I don't know if it's a rumour then, because you're I, laughing. I'm, no, <laughs> I heard a rumour that yep. O'Grady actually was only second choice for the position. Really? Who was first? Lance. Oh, he was? <laughs> but, but he wanted too much money to do oh. it, so they offered it to Stuart. Oh. I mean, the Barossa, you know, I just find the whole thing ridiculously inconsistent that if the Barossa Valley can see the wisdom of taking re getting rid of the name of the the Jack Bobridge, yeah, the, yep. bike track. How can the South Australian government and the tour down under basically no, we'll <laughs> do the very opposite? By, eh? Oh, unbelievable! Yep. Anyway, before we go, we've we got a joke quickly, we Rick. We've got to finish on a joke now, because we are probably we are just about yep, over time. Yep. Kevin Ryan. Now he, do you know heard of Kevin Ryan? No. Okay. Got to admit, strike actually was one of the toughest St George rugby oh, okay. players of all yep. time. Not a big rugby. And player. they reckon that he was a pretty tough nail as a coach as well. And at training one night, this yep. is how tough he was. Yeah. <laughs> one of his players screamed in agony. I've just broken my leg, he said. And Kevin called back to him, Well, don't just lie there, do some press ups. <laughs> oh, he was tough, wasn't he? <laughs> Bloody hell, that is tough. Uh, oh, that's very good, Rick. All We've right. covered a few topics. We have. No con controversies at all. No, so. no. Redbacks are back and we're right behind them well, all the way. Well, we could make the finals. We could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Until next, next week, this is Rick. This is Phil.